Good morning, you beautiful people. In this short episode of the Little Seal English Podcast, we're going to listen to a very short piece of a bigger interview, and then we're going to use that short piece of the interview to boost your comprehension and communication skills. This podcast is a little different to the regular podcast, but it's going to teach you the realest English there is. We're going to use real English to learn real English. So the context for this podcast is as follows. In 2020, I started interviewing random people and uploading the conversations to my podcast. Now that's good, but sometimes there lacked a little teaching, for example. So now I have taken little bits and pieces from those interviews and turned them into mini English lessons. So in 2020, I interviewed a person called Katie. Katie is into her downhill mountain biking and it was just a regular conversation between us. It was actually episode 28 of the Little Seal English podcast and there is a link in the description um, of this podcast. When I recorded the podcast with Katie, she was laying up in her friend's house because she had just had a pretty bad biking injury. She got beat up pretty bad on the trails. Now, for anyone who's not aware, Katie is a downhill mountain biker. Downhill mountain biking is pretty rad. It's crazy. It's a sport where people either cycle up a mountain, walk up a mountain, drive up a mountain, or take a chairlift up a mountain, and then ride down the mountain as fast as they can on different trails. Sometimes maybe not super fast, depending on your level, but the idea is that you go from top to bottom. It looks like a lot of fun, not something I have tried personally or something I will try. I am way too prone to injuries, but Katie is all about it. Now, as I said, Katie was injured when we had this conversation, and of course, I had to ask her about the injury. So here's the question I asked. Have a listen. And is this like one of your worst injuries from biking? And here is Katie's response. Yeah, by far. That was my biggest crash. I was quite concerned. I landed and, you know, I saw, you know, heard the back crack, saw the stars, felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and my, across my hip where the abrasions were. And I was just like, oh, I've really done it this time. Oh, like, I don't, I don't. Let's listen to that one more time. Yeah, by far. That was my biggest crash. I was quite concerned. I landed and, you know, I saw, you know, heard the back crack, saw the stars felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and my across my hip where the abrasions were and I was just like oh I've really done it this time oh, <laughs> like I don't I don't okay so I have three questions for you question number one was Katie concerned when she landed question number two what injuries did Katie receive and question number three what did Katie say at the end so I'm going to play it one more time, and your job is to try and answer those three questions. Here it is one more time. And is this like one of your worst injuries from biking? Yeah, by far. That was my biggest crash. I was quite concerned. I landed and, you know, I saw, you know, heard the back crack, saw the stars, felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and my across my hip where the abrasions were. And I was just like, oh, I've really done it this time. Oh, like, I don't, I don't. 
Okay. If you don't have the answers to those questions, please go back and listen again. Question number one. Was Katie concerned when she landed? Question number two. What injuries did Katie receive? And question number three. What did Katie say at the end? So here are the answers. If you do not have the answers, you can go back and listen again or just keep listening and learn. So question number one, was Katie concerned when she landed? Listen to this. By far, that was my biggest crash. I was quite concerned. I landed. By far, that was my biggest crash. I was quite concerned. I landed. By far, that was my biggest crash. I was quite concerned. I landed. Yes. She said she was quite concerned when she landed, and this was by far her biggest crash yet. Quite concerned. Natural, high level, very common collocation with concerned. Nice quantifier. Question number two. What did Katie crack? What did Katie see? What pain did Katie feel? And what did Katie have on her hip? So listen again for what did she crack? What pain did she feel? What did she see? And what did she have across her hip? You know, I saw, you know, heard the back crack, saw the stars, felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and my, across my hip where the abrasions were. So what did Katie hear crack? Heard the back cracks. Heard the back cracks. Heard the back crack. She heard her back crack. Have you ever cracked a bone? Have you ever heard something crack? Maybe you stand up and your knees crack. Maybe you stretch and your back cracks. Maybe you can crack your knuckles, for example. Well, when Katie hit the ground, she heard her back crack. But also listen to the way she says it. She didn't say, I heard my back crack. She says the back. I heard the back crack. That's just a very natural way of describing an injury. Oh yeah, I slipped on the air I slipped on the ice and I heard the back crack. I don't need to say my back every time. It's pretty obvious that it's my back. So that's a very colloquial or just a very natural way of speaking and describing that part of the injury. What did Katie see when she came to? Saw the stars. Saw the stars. Saw the stars. Stars. She saw the stars. And folks, when we see the stars, we're dizzy, we're confused, we're hurt. Have you ever been punched in the face? Have you ever gotten like a plank of wood over the head to the back of your head. And then you are very confused and you're very dizzy and it's kind of hard to get your bearings. It's kind of hard to see anything. Maybe there's like some flashes of light. Well, in that situation, you can describe that as seeing the stars or seeing stars. I slipped on the ice. I hit my head 
and I saw the stars. I was a little dizzy. I wasn't able to make heads or tails of anything for a couple of minutes. Probably concussed. I remember I was cycling in Kelowna and I got hit by a car, went over the hood of the car, landed on the ground and definitely saw the stars for a moment. I wasn't able to fully comprehend what had happened. I was confused. I was dizzy. When you're in the air, it's just big flashes of light and that's about it. So I could say I got hit by the car and I saw the stars. I had no idea what was going on. So when Katie landed, she saw the stars. And that's just another way to describe yourself as being dizzy, as having gotten hit in the head. What did she feel in her shoulder? Let's listen to this. Felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and felt the sharp shooting pain in my shoulder and she felt a shooting pain in her shoulder a sharp shooting pain ouch i hate these you are human and you've probably had a sharp shooting pain in your teeth at least once in your life Maybe you drink something hot or eat something cold. Or you have an ice cold water and it hits one tooth and suddenly it hurts like really bad. That is a sharp shooting pain. Oh, sharp shooting pains are scary. It's so bad. It's kind of like suddenly, like one moment there's no pain and then suddenly it's excruciating pain. So you can imagine, Katie comes off her bike, hits the ground. First, she heard the back crack. Then she saw the stars. Then she tried to move her shoulder and suddenly felt a sharp shooting pain in her shoulder. That sucks. That's a sign that something bad happened. I sometimes have a sharp shooting pain on my shoulder from an injury playing rugby over 10 years ago. Every now and again, I'll go to lift something and my shoulder will really, really hurt. There's nothing you can do about it. But that's another example of a sharp shooting pain. So a sharp shooting pain is a sudden, severe pain that moves through the body. People with arthritis quite often have sharp shooting pains. Okay, so now we know that in her injury, she's quite descriptive with it. And here's another question for you. What was across her hip? So across her hip, there was something there. What was it? Let's have a quick listen. Across my hip where the abrasions were and I was... Across my hip where the abrasions were and I was... Across my hip where the abrasions were and I was... Abrasions. Abrasions were across her hip. An abrasion is an area of skin damaged by scraping or wearing away. So Katie was on her bike. She came off her bike. She hit the ground, probably slid a little bit on the ground. And if your skin is touching the ground when you're sliding... It's going to get cut. It's going to be grated away. You're going to have an abrasion. Have you ever been in an accident 
hit the ground and maybe you had an abrasion on your elbow or your knees. It's another way to say like a cut, a bruise. And if you have an abrasion today, tomorrow it'll be closed up, but then your leg will be severely bruised, for instance. Again, back to when I was hit by the car. I had abrasions up and down my body. Oh my god, my leg was black and blue. I had cuts all over the left side of my body. So I had abrasions on my hip. I had abrasions on my knees. I had abrasions on my hand where I tried to brace myself. So abrasions is cuts and bruises all over. And she felt the abrasions across her hip across my hip where the abrasions were and i was and the last question is what did katie say at the end this is some key english let's have a quick listen oh i've really done it this time oh i've really done it this time oh i've really done it this time to have really done it this time i was like Oh, I've really done it this time. That is an absolutely beautiful phrase, people. And we use that phrase when someone has made a big mistake. We use, I've really done it this time. He's really done it this time. She's really done it this time. When we know they've made a gigantic mistake. You might have made mistakes in the past, but this mistake is next level. And for Katie, she knew she had really screwed up because when she hit the ground, she heard her back crack. She had a shooting pain in her shoulder. She saw the stars. Yeah, she knew. And she had abrasions across her hip. She knew she was hurt. She knew she had really done it this time. So here's some examples where I've really done it this time. Number one, Katie has really done it this time. She came off her bike and screwed up her arm. Number two. Oh shit. I've really done it this time. I think I need to cover up this mistake before anyone notices. Number three. Did you hear what Ali did? Oh, he's really done it this time. He took the boss's car for a spin and got arrested for speeding. The car was impounded. He is screwed. He's really done it this time. Okay, give this a listen to as well. Listen to how Katie introduces the phrase, I've really done it this time. And I was just like... And I was just like... And I was just like... I was like... This is real English, folks. This is the realest English you're going to learn today. We use this phrase in regular spoken conversation all the time. And it's a way to introduce how you felt. It's a way to introduce an idea. It's a way to let everyone listening know something important is coming after this. I was in Disneyland and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I was in a bar and this girl was like absolutely wasted. I spoke to a group of hikers and they were like telling me how dangerous the hill is. It was at that moment I knew I was hurt and I was like, I've really done it this time. It was just when I drank my wife's beer, that I was like, I've really done it this time, but I don't care.
Okay, folks. So I have a challenge for you. A use it or lose it challenge. I want you to think about a time when you could have said, I was like, I've really done it this time. Can you tell a story where the last line of the story is, I was like, I've really done it this time. Can you tell us a story about a time when you had a shooting pain, a time when you saw the stars, a time you had abrasions, or a time you heard the back crack, the knee crack, the knee pop, or anything like that? Are you able to use the real English examples that we have just gone over in your day-to-day conversation? So, overall, try to tell a story where the last line is, I was like, I've really done it this time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. Chat to you soon.